gloves are off. The gloves are off. And freedom of speech is absolute. Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. Where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need Jesus! <laughs> you absolutely do need Jesus. And with me today, we're going to be talking about civil forfeitures. But let's go ahead and introduce you to our co-hosts. We have Flying Rich. And Y'all need Jesus! After Dark. And the first question I have for you guys as we open up every show, and that is what is called the strap check. What do you have? Sub one second. (laughs) You can go first, Rich. Ow! I hit my... Jeez. As always. Let me guess. SIG P365 in a pocket holster in cargo shorts. Correct. Uh, Long pants. (laughs) Well, and of course, we got no uh, scope on there, man. It's a bullpup. Stormtrooper Aug with with a scope. Yeah, I, I gotta take the scope off. And a goon beam. Nice goon, goon beam, beam all the way. Weapon light. I have a MUP one and a CD a Sig P320 frame, a Patmos slide, and a Gideon optic. Sweet. So representing, I'm actually carrying a Glock 43X. Okay, 21 rounds in that bad boy. Shout out to Shield Arms. Shield Arms is right. I'm just saying. Uh, and to my side here, I have my new EDCC, the Everyday Church Carry, which is the uh, Shadow Systems XR920C with the Holler Sun and the. Uh, it's not a goon beam, so sue me. I got goon beams all over the place, but this is the uh, TLR7 Alpha in the flat dock off. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, we're going to be talking about civil forfeitures today. Does yes. everyone know what civil forfeitures are? Because a lot of people don't. And You know what, John? Let's pretend that no one knows what they are. Would you please share with the class what civil forfeitures are? Okay. So let's say you're rolling down the road to go buy a truck, and these situations actually have happened. Yeah. And they pull you over, and they're like, can we search your car? You're like, I'm just going to buy a truck. There's nothing they can do. Not doing anything illegal. Everything is totally on the up and up. Sure, you can go ahead and search my car. They search your car. They find your $25,000 that you're going to use to put a down payment on a truck. Mm-hmm. And guess what they do? Take it. Take it. They charge the money. And unlike you and me, who have the uh, presumption of innocence, money does not have the presumption of innocence. So how come my car doesn't... I'm not going 110 miles an hour down the road. How come my car doesn't get a speeding ticket? Because your car is of no value to them. That's why. (laughs) However, $100,000 of drug money is. and Or not drug money. Well, well uh, alleged what they assume to be ill-gotten gains. Of right, some right. Point, you got to make sure you, know. you, you do say that. That's yeah, nice. yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking to today. But before we even do that, I want to share out a link. And I'm going to make the first donation here. And this is to the JSD Legal Fund. Um, And at this, I'm going to make the first donation here. And... uh. 
Yeah. So after this, I, I just put it in the chat under my name, and um, I'm going to just go ahead and make a, a, a little hundred dollar donation to get the party started here. Dang. And this is to try to help out our friends over at uh, Eagle Shows, Gideon Optics, JSC Supply, whatever you want to call them. That's what's up. That's awesome. I am going to make a donation once I get my password right, which I should know because I've set up like tons of these. I'm going to pull up our stream. And it will help them fight the battle. All right. I, I want to say yeah. hi to a couple of guys. I, I think we got Kick Up Dust and Joba Q. Nice. Hell yeah. So that's cool. And uh, we got Damien Christ, Zanti Misfit, Live Life. Let's see. Dang old Matt. We got the Goon Beams. All right. Goon Beam. I, I got to talk survival. to Mr. Beam. Um, Blue Curtain Burner. Yep. Blue Curtain. Kurt that's my guy. Did I say Kurt? Dang old Matt. Tactical Turkey. So I think Tactical so Turkeys rich. is actually uh, Dude dust. Knowledge. Oh, is that Dust? Is it Dust or Dude dust. Knowledge? Yeah. I think it's Dust. Nice. Joe Bacute, what's up, brother? Look at that. We got right. Zanti, Live Life, Kurt24, Damien. Survival? Yeah, I saw that. I am making a donation. Because this is what friends do, and I encourage everyone to make a donation as well. So, uh, can I can I pimp Goonbeam? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. So I realized last night, um, I've got the Goonbeam pocket flashlight, which mm -hmm. is in my pocket. I got the Goonbeam pistol weapon light, and I got the Goonbeam rifle light, which is on the Steyr Aug right now. Oh, uh, in Kurt 24, you jackass. I uh, know I actually beat you. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I want to buy a whole new set of that. And I think the pistol lights are out of stock. Yeah. Ooh, actually, good, for him. Sets. good for him, man. That's awesome. Uh, and honestly, you may want to hit him up on uh, IG. There may be uh there may be a reason for that. Um, so maybe hit him up on IG. Is there a special pistol light coming out? Well, there is, but uh, unrelated to that, there is a DLD special. A lot of you guys know that uh, um, my logo and all that is a blue chem light. And uh, there may be, well, I'll say it this way. The brightest spectrum of lights is the blue LED. <laughs> and uh, you guys may see... Um, a very special, uh, well, I guess we've already, the cat's already out of the bag. There is a blue LED uh, light coming from Goombeam. It's a DLD Goombeam collab, and it's coming in the pistol light, the rifle light, and the uh, EDC. And the actual beam is blue, and it is, it is extremely The brightest thing on the planet. Literally. And there's other uses for other LED lights too. Like apparently green shows like blood really good. So for like hog really well. So for like hog hunts and things like that, dudes are doing that. Red lights. Um, well, I thought hogs don't see green. 
It, yeah, I think they see it less too, but it also picks up blood really well. There's like certain benefits to to each right. different spectrum. I, I was going to say my last crash was a car accident, uh, but I was flying an airplane. And we haven't heard that joke in like a minute, in a couple of hours. Um, but yeah, okay, let's go ahead and and, and get started with the show, man. Um, uh, so civil forfeitures. We're gonna go ahead and talk about civil forfeitures here and get everyone's opinion on it because there's some really, really just nasty shit going down. And I just so research on this. And ninety percent of civil forfeitures are not uh, contested because they're uncontested. Yep. And if you do contest it, they'll say, "Hey, we're going to take you to court and make you fight." But if you agree to give up half the money, we'll give you back the other half. And so that's a really interesting thing here because um, so. Typically what happens is I'll, I'll give this example. Okay. And for people out there that may not know, um, there doesn't have, uh, there has to be no, um, uh, you know, drug paraphernalia, no suspect. There has to be, uh, you suspicion. could be a priest just ordained, mm-hmm. just leaving the bank with the teller receipt yep. for the money in your hand from like exactly. a house that you just sold yep. and you can see the chain of custody of transactions. They could still take it and they can just take it. There's no go. legal precedent. There's no, it, it now typically they say it was suspicion of ill gotten gains or whatever. If it was, you know, if it was suspicion of drugs or suspicion of whatever, there was a guy who was, uh, I think he was in his early forties and he was moving across country and he was driving down now highway 40. in I think Tennessee is famous for this because it's a big highway for smugglers. So they grab every single, um, uh, rental car. Sorry, I'm getting texts and stuff. Uh, they, they grab every single rental car that they, that they see on the road because they assume that rental cars are either moving drugs or cash or something like that. Well, this guy had a rental car. He doesn't like banks. He doesn't use banks. And that is totally lawful for him to not like banks. Right. And side note, fuck banks anyway. So he, uh, he decided to, uh, to move and his he was moving to where his daughter wanted to go to college. His daughter got accepted at this college, so he's going to purchase a home. And he is uh, a retired marine, and he is. Uh, I'm going to meet you while you set that up. Um, he's a retired marine, and he uh, was purchasing a home, and he had his life savings with him. You want to guess how much? What was it? Like two hundred grand. It was like $96,000 or $98,000 aside from the money that he spent for the trip for gas and food and stuff. um, He had just under $100,000. He also had every way possible to show that the money was legally procured, right? And um, he ended up getting pulled over and, uh, you know, the... Uh, police officer was super uh, aggressive and saying that uh, he wanted to search the car. And he's like, do you have any, you know, drugs, guns, knives, bombs, anything like that? And the guy's like, no. He's like, okay, do you have any large sums of cash or anything like that? And he was like, well, 
what do you consider to be large sums of cash? And uh, the guy was like, look, I, I, I'm not doing anything wrong. So I don't have an issue with them, with them searching the car, but I'll let you know, I have my life savings. I'm, you know, retired military and blah, blah, blah. And I'm moving. They searched the car and all of this was caught on camera when, when they, um, when they searched the car, they took the money and they literally removed it from his vehicle. I think they even handcuffed him and detained him during this time. And oh my gosh. They called the, I think it was CPB, um, CPB Customs and Border Patrol. They called some federal agency because. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. You're good. Uh, because I believe they have to have some type of federal sponsor, whether it's uh, like uh, yeah. drugs or something well, like that. Yes. Usually what happens so, is um, the the agency, if it's uh, uh, FBI, ATF, uh, Customs and Border Patrol. They'll split it 50-50. They'll, they'll split it 50-50. ATF is known as notorious. Mm-hmm. For doing some ATF? ATF, yeah. Yes, because if they even did not like the ATF, there you go. Yeah. So uh on body camera, the cop that pulled this guy over goes back to his car. And uh Crump, we're talking about this guy who had like ninety six or ninety eight thousand dollars his oh, entire that, life that, savings. Entire life savings moved across the country to California. Yep, yep. And a terrible place to move, by the way. But uh, so as they were doing this... It might um, be a terrible place to move, but that's still no reason to take his shit just because oh, no. of that judgment. Of course. And and it was nowhere near California that this happened. I'm just side side comment that... No, yeah, and, he, and, he thought he was, and he thought he was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to I'm California, not, so... I'm not doing anything wrong, so I may as well allow them to search the vehicle. That's, that's it. That was his attitude. And that's Never a fair... Never let them search the vehicle. Absolutely not. And even so, can I what, can I pump the brakes if, here and ask a question? Sure. Do all of these cases of civil forfeiture start with you doxing yourself? Yes, search the card. Yes, I have a hundred thousand dollars. No, not all. Sometimes of them. If they see something, if they they see you driving a really nice car, and they're like, "Oh, there's no way you can afford that." We're gonna search. See, the whole entire thing is if you look at these cases. Um, they they don't charge the person. Yeah, I they, mean, they they don't have to charge you, and they usually don't. Yeah, but like for example, Dark, I hold on, I I want to make sure we we got good continuity here. Dark, can you tell the rest of the story before we start forking? Because yeah. I, I want to make sure we, we R- get real the quick. Story. Basically, the guy had told them, and like you said does it start with some people kind of giving it up like well i got a large sum of money or whatever right uh some do but not all do some of them they don't want to tell them that they got 40 grand in the in the trunk because you know if it comes up then it comes up you know right because now you're damned if you do and yeah and then they're like why didn't you tell me you know but in this case it must be dishonest yeah exactly um, but in this case, he had already told them that he had like ninety six or ninety eight thousand dollars, and the the police officer goes back to the cruiser. It's all on body camera, and he says, uh, "Now they're still fighting this to this day." From last I checked, uh, and he had said he had got a hold of a of a CPB guy, and he was like, "Hey, I got a case. The guy's got almost a hundred k with him. It just it seems a uh, it seems 
really suspicious. But if you can get here within the next half an hour, then we can split it. That's what he said. Yeah. Straight okay. up. So they yeah. came there. They All right. took it, and they I'm, split I'm it. gonna I'm gonna like quarterback this here or whatever. So you're telling me the cop that is there to protect, serve, blah, 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 whatever the pepper acronym is, is stealing people's freaking money, splitting it with a federal agency. No, Correct. no, I'm telling you agencies all over the country are doing this at a rate that is so alarming. It is, I mean, it, it should be, compl- it's illegal, it's immoral, it's unconstitutional. So in short, yes. And right. this is national, I mean, this is happening all over the place at an alarming rate. And can I oh. give you some case uh, cases here? Yeah. Just read you some cases were you when you talked about the guy buying a truck? Were you talking about that dude that's forty grand? The twenty five thousand sheriff in oh, Texas. Right. Let me read you some cases. Nebraska, Nebraska versus one nineteen seventy two door sedan Rambler Gremlin. Uh, then there's one nineteen fifty eight Plymouth sedan versus Pennsylvania. Quantity of books versus Kansas. The United States versus uh, twelve two hundred foot reels of film. United States first $124,700 in U.S. currency. United States first 422 casks of wine. United States versus uh, 40 barrels and 20 kegs of Coca-Cola. United States versus 43 gallons of whiskey. United States versus one book called Ulysses. United States versus one solid gold object in form of a rooster. United Damn. States versus Schooner Peggy. United States versus one Tyrannosaurus Batar skeleton. And there's tons of these, man. So, so all right. Insanity. When when did it become legal precedent that the government can sue an object and not a person? Um, that it's been around for a while. It's just never been abused the way it was. Well, all right, but that came about with civil forfeiture. That never existed prior to civil forfeiture. Yeah, it. 1993 was like the first time that it was challenged. So it's nothing. So let's say we're we're kind of telling the story backwards. Why is there civil forfeiture? Because it was codified in the in Congress. Well, okay, it's a law, but the law is there because it was you the would have war on drugs. Yes, so it's the war on drugs, and the idea behind it was that you would have these criminals that you couldn't catch, but you knew, you know, thought crime. You knew they were bad guys. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the the. Just to add this really quickly, it's kind of like the think of. Um, all the drugs come out of Mexico and all the cash goes into Mexico. So even though those guys are just moving cash, right, which technically is lawful, <laughs> it's not lawful to move it in mass quantities through a border. So, you know, they probably wouldn't they they could say, I know that this guy, the, you know, leading his cartel is, uh, you know, smuggling, murdering like piece of shit. And even though there's just cash in there, you know, we're going to take it. Be- Something like that, I could see. All right, that's different. I still don't think their shit should be taken, but well, whatever. Okay, well, it was 
it was actually introduced in prohibition, but the Supreme Court reviewed it in '93 and said, "Hey, stay okay." And then in '96, can we get some Oof. Clarence Thomas on this thing? But Oof. but it it was very rarely used until the war on drugs. Uh, there was a law called the Comprehensive Crime Control Act of 1984, which kind of expanded it. Um, yeah. So, Rich, I interrupted you. What, what were you saying? Well, uh, so we we have this construct. And you know what? I When this country was founded, the legal system was... The concept is it's better to let 99 criminals free than to prosecute one, one innocent. innocent man. In mm-hmm. and, and we're we're flipping that on the head. I if don't don't get me wrong. I mean, Dark and I have talked about this. I have had experiences with bad cops. You and me both. And and I have been assaulted while in handcuffs by bad cops. I've never really been handcuffed, so I really can't. Uh... I've been handcuffed a bunch of times. So, I and I'm I wasn't even resisting. I was running my mouth, maybe, but that that was what I do. Um, yeah. But I will most of the time be pro cop and defend the cops. I it's a it just is nails on the chalkboard to me to think that the cop is robbing a, a Marine veteran of his life savings and when it it's was obvious and honest. He's got everything he's ever owned in his truck, car, whatever yep. going, you know, here's a story that you can, can totally verify. There's another one where a man who owned a small business took $40,000 cash to purchase an 18-wheeler truck. And it was like just the front portion of the truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, tractor. yeah, the, the, you know, tractor trailer, whatever. Um, Rich is a criminal. Um, and uh, he had to drive into a different state to do it. So uh, he bought a rental car and he went, and this is where almost all of this starts. Not all of it. Like uh, Zanti said, he said, I was on a jury for some kids selling dime bags at grandma's uh, grandma's house, and they were going to take her home. That happens a lot, too. I had a friend. Uh, well, um, I, I uh, maybe I should. There, there was a situation where civil forfeiture occurred of uh, property uh, where I live, and uh, it was because that. Well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give this story. Um, there was a, a man that uh, uh, was in. A family member's vehicle very very expensive brand new vehicle and uh he was selling drugs now because he was selling drugs he, he was going to meet up with a person to sell drugs and uh somebody a family member let him take their car they had no idea what was going on he was actually going to meet with an informant that was wearing a wire and a camera and all this shit. did the deal they took everything obviously took all the money and all that too and uh because he had money on him um some other things that they found later on in a sewer um and uh he ended up doing five years for it but anyway uh so hold on if if i'm on the long island railroad and i do a drug deal i i sell a a, you know a gram of coke to to dark on the long island railroad do they take the long island railroad car and the track i was over i mean if they 
could, they'd probably find a way to work it out. But they um, took this like $70,000 brand new truck because he was selling drugs in it, out of it, whatever. Um, and that person lost their shit, gone forever. And they never contested it. Like you said, Crump, so many of these cases just aren't even contest contested. 90% are not contested at all. Yeah. But has has anyone won their ish yep. back? There was a guy who just went through a two and a half year fight. Yeah, that, it, that they truck. make it very expensive. And yeah. then when you start fighting back, they offer you half the money and say, hey, you know, if you want their whole money, it's going to cost you more than half. So you, let's just settle for half. You let us keep half, but we'll give you half back. Yeah. But they, they get. Oh, I, I would. Back. I can't say what would happen. Dude. Policing for profit. Exactly. And and these dudes when they when they run a stop and they they go back with a hundred k and they split it between them and that federal agency, they get patted on the back. They get you know it, it's like a joyous moment for a police officer. You a should have seen. A lot of them will get bonuses. Yeah, they probably. I mean, they probably wouldn't tie it no, directly no, to some, that. No, some some departments actually give bonuses. Can they do that? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's it's just way too much. I mean, he was elated to to steal this guy's almost hundred thousand dollars. This other situation was forty grand when the guy was going to buy the truck, and he uh, he ended up getting pulled over in a rental car. In the same situation, it always starts like that, um, and uh, not always. A lot of times, it starts like that, and they they found the forty grand on him, and they took it. No question. We suspect these are ill-gotten gains. They took it. Took him two and a half years of legal battles to get his and money. How much back. money? I I couldn't even guess. But there are a lot of so uh, lawyers who will take this shit on. If I'm mad at the U.S. Capitol, can I sue the U.S. Capitol building? I mean, you could file it. <laughs> you know, you're not this. There's no equality with this. There's in, no. And that's you know. My, I, I have a couple of trigger points, and my big trigger point is reciprocity. That is like a huge trigger on, on my part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the worst states for civil forfeitures are uh, New Mexico, Maine, Wisconsin, South Dakota, California, Connecticut, Colorado, Arizona. North Dakota, Nebraska, and number 11 is Florida. Florida. Now, one more thing to uh, keep in mind. Do you know how much that the DO, or no, shit, who was it? Um, I could tell you. I want to give accurate information here. Um, it is, hold on, you guys keep going. This is this is really important, but I have. I want to make sure I'm giving accurate info. But like state of Florida, Crump, is it like one bad sheriff's department, or are we we talking the state police? What, what are we talking about in Florida? Uh, it is, um, uh, it is overall Florida. All right. So, oh, but it, here's, it improved a lot. It improved a lot. So that's kind of good. Meaning better for humans that have money. Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's still so. A lot of, it was. A lot I of. 
I'm still on the – so Florida's a border state. Drugs come in and out, and I, I can see the civil asset forfeiture being an issue here. Well, Texas but, is a border state, and they're 42. Oh, I thought they were like – I because some of the – there's, I think, a county in Texas that was like pretty up there a while back. Yeah, but overall it is 42. That's nuts, and I appreciate the joke. Yeah, okay. California is freaking. So for 2024, if you were to take a guess on how much money the DOJ budgeted. 2024 or 2023? Oh, budgeted. So for 2024, the DOJ budgeted an amount for civil forfeitures. Mean, there's That only means one thing. For them to fight against people trying to get their money back. Okay. Okay. Because what what else what else would that mean? That means paying the federal agents to come out and come, you know, uh, work with them and, and get their shit, right? And get and take their money, uh, and fight with people in court that are trying to get their money back. And, and remember, you have it, you. It's a presumption of guilt in civil forfeiture, not yeah. of innocence. Yep. Completely well, unconstitutional. It, Guess how much they budgeted for in twenty twenty four alone. How much? Oh, I'm betting like a hundred million dollars. Six billion dollars. Six billion dollars with a B. And here's the thing: don't even know about this stuff. That's why I pissed me off. That's why I wanted to do this show. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah, because civil asset forfeitures is one of the things that pisses me off i'm big into gun rights as everyone knows but civil asset forfeitures is one of the things that piss me off i think it's one of the evil things that I, happens. oh it's so evil the it's it's astonishing i can't imagine being a cop and be like well how many people are am i going to steal from today Placing How many people profit. am I going to take their last dollar from? And keep in mind, it, it doesn't it, have to be cash. It doesn't have to be cash. It can well, be hard. And that, that was the, the I mean, which, okay. So on Long Island, it might be 20 years ago now. Nassau and Suffolk County, they're like, blah, 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 DWI. And that was a whole big thing. And what they were doing is they were impounding your car. So, yeah. and then they were going to basically seize it and sell it because that was part of the crime of DWI. Mm -hmm. And now here, here's how it works. If, if I had a $50 shit box, they would take it from me. And like, that was my last $50. That's how I'm getting to work. Cause there, there was a time in my life where I was driving a borrowed $50 shit box from someone. Yeah. And you know, the, the brake lights went out on it and I couldn't afford to fix it. You know, just stupid stuff. Now, if let's say I went out, I had two drinks, boom, I, I blow whatever, three drinks, I blow a 0.6 and they take my $50 car. Somebody that built his dream muscle car that cost him, you know, $70,000 and he paid cash and he was, you know, raking leaves, mowing lawns and, you know, working at the supermarket. He could do exactly the same thing, and they would take his car. Yep. Now, the dude that came from Wall Street that leased a Lamborghini, 
mm-hmm. did the same thing, they would return the car to the leasing company. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, I got it mixed up. I was doing it the wrong order. So, um, Florida is 11th with the best protections against civil asset forfeitures. Oh. Oh, so they're, Florida's like. I know each state laws the are different. Yeah. There, there are four states that ban it. I know Tennessee is bad as shit, for what I hear. Yeah, there are four states that ban it. Uh, that includes Maine, Nebraska, North Carolina, and New Mexico totally ban it. Oh. Damn. That's pretty bad. Well, what about the Fed? Because the Fed does civil asset forfeiture. Yeah, but uh, the local PD or whatever can't participate. Okay, so state. I'm going to guess that uh, if you got the if you have federal agents on you, watching you, surveilling you, and that you you may be into something. Right. I'm just, it, it just again, guessing. I'm not into the the thought crime or or pre crime. Yeah. Ish. I that's I everybody deserves their day in court. You can't take my crap and have a case against my hundred dollars. Yeah, and and also uh they also deserve a a speedy trial, right? Shout out to uh Justin Auto Key Card, I'm just saying. Yeah, so so it was around since the nineteen uh since prohibition, but in nineteen eighty four it was revived. It was hardly ever used before that because it was like for like you know, alcohol runners. Then 1984, right? They started using it for the war on drugs. Then they're like, "Hey, this is bringing us a lot of money, man." There you go, Kurt. I don't know if you saw his comment. He yeah. said, uh, "You need to make a new shirt that says the government stole your money." <laughs> they do that anyway. It's called taxes. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, this is just one of the things that really, really pisses me off. It's it's absurd, because wh- what what are you afforded, right? When we when we look at the founding documents of this country, what are you afforded as as a a citizen of the United States? The presumption of what innocence innocence before proven guilty, right? You are uh, uh, just it it completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. J- j- no, uh, j- this is actually a really good comment from Joe <laughs> Dude, Joe Biden's on you. point, dude. Yeah, dude, but the crime bill good. was a, the, a Joe Biden-sponsored bill. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he say that? Uh, wasn't that a pretty racist bill as well? If I'm not mistaken. A lot of it. A lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff he still does is probably racist, but yeah. I I'm. It still boggles my mind. Hold that on. If Joe if Joe Biden carried a gun, what would it be? A shotgun. A Ruger. The hard R. <laughs> the hard R line. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's our, actually that was a real thing. Yeah, I, I didn't it's know. It's not. It's a historical real thing, or it's a current. No, no. From no, 2008. That that's the 2008. Yeah, th- those yeah, were all old guns. Office. Damn. Oh shit! Damn. You're oh. saying. Damn. Yeah, the the internet culture has, has done this to us though, where like things mean different things, right? What I, they're talking about, guys, is Ruger came out with this ad that was like 2008 or 2009, whatever it was, 
and uh it had a list of like their four four or five different pistols and it was like the ruger rugged line and then below that it said the ruger hard r line (laughs) and it was like bro really we already know bill ruger was racist as fuck (laughs) excuse me i think it's bill ruger had a number of issues yeah, a number of issues. Like civil forfeitures, because that yeah. is what yeah. is really evil and it really pisses me off. So, so then uh, we know that that we are supposed to be innocent until we're proven guilty, right? We know that we're supposed to have a speedy trial in front of a jury of our peers, and blah 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 blah. Civil forfeitures, aside from the ATF and situations like uh, Matt just went through and Justin just went through, I I, I feel like. One, I don't think that our justice system is, you know, anywhere even remotely close to to being a machine, let alone a a, a well oiled functioning machine. No, absolutely but this is not. A situation, yeah, this is a situation where all of your rights go out of the window because you are not the individual that is being attacked. However, you are the one that is facing all the repercussions. You are the one that is losing the the assets whatever that be finances if it's money if it's rich and i had a situation where both of us were going to the bank to to pull out large sums of cash and we were both at different times terrified like what if i get pulled over i had dead tags i had you know i was like dude i i'm i got the receipt right next to it i get but it doesn't matter they could have snatched that money so quick it's crazy man it's crazy so yeah, two instances. I I went to the bank and I pulled out a chunk of change. I'm like, hey, you know what? I want cash in my safe. I want you know crisp hundred dollar bills in my yeah. f and safe. And you know I was a little more armed than normal. <laughs> that shit may be worth something one day, you know, cash. But um, <laughs> but also the the other time I. I paid cash for my wife's Lexus and I, I, I hate how that sounds. It sounds like a brag and all that bit. You know, um, I was just in the situation where, you know, it made sense and I paid, you know, it, it wasn't a brand new Lexus. I bought a used one. So, Allegedly. but yeah, I, I was more worried. I wasn't worried about some perp getting my money. I was more worried moving Mm. Uh, a chunk of change and Dude, have the that, cops get my money. Allegedly, Bro, that right there. By the way, Sabar's coming on my show tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm pumped to have him back on. But that right there, what you just said. So here we are, mid past mid December. You know, almost 2024, and we're sitting here saying that we are more worried about the police than criminals. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sit down for a second and even just saying that out loud is so fucking terrifying that we are saying that uh, when you went to get your money from the bank and I went to get my money from the bank, I wasn't my worried money. about yeah, m- my money that belongs to me. And they Dark. they were like, blink twice if you're doing this against your will. Like they completely Tell, tell them all the questions I asked you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but basically, I went in there and uh, uh, usually I would, if somebody said, why are you pulling out the money? It's because it's my fucking money and fuck you if I, you know, right? 
And that's what Rich said. Rich was like, fuck you. If I want to take a bath and Scrooge McDuck this shit, then I can. Fuck you, you know? <laughs> um, shout out to uh, the Ozarks. Love that show. Um, anyway, um, when I went in, they were like, what do you need the cash for? I was like, because I need the cash. And she was like, are you buying something? I was like, yes, I'm buying something. What are you buying? <laughs> I was like, I'm buying a car. She's like, okay. What kind of car? And I was like, all right, this is this is getting just you know too like too ridiculous. My cash? Like, How about my cash? Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to answer. You didn't ask me questions. questions when I gave it to you. Yeah, she was like, well, I'm just asking you because you know cash is difficult and untraceable, and uh, you know uh, it'd be better to do a uh, cashier's check. It's just as good as cash. And I was like, nope, uh, I want cash. Thank you. She was like, what color is it? <laughs> I was like, yo, I literally laughed and I was like, you're good or you think you're good, but we're not doing this. And I had to sign this shit that said that I wasn't being, you know, held against my will and being yeah, forced to do this. Part of the, like, the Patriot Act crap. Is that part of the Patriot Act? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you a story in relation to the Patriot Act. Your situation okay, we're not going to go into the Patriot Act tonight. We can discuss that in another episode. Because I want to touch on something that I wanted to bring up and Jovakil is actually brought it up. Midget um, hookers. Midgets and hookers? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, I was just curious. Uh, in that California, was his... they were using civil asset yes. forfeitures to pull over, and also, in, in, I think, in a couple other states, too, to pull over armored cars that are transferring money from weed dispensaries and seizing all the money. Oh. And we're not talking about small amounts. Dude. That's insane. That's that's literal armed robbery. Yep. Uh, and they were uh I mean, and they will and they took like from one place uh $165,000 for another place that took a million. Damn. Oh, by the we're way, TNT. About, we're not talking about a, a little bit, three hundred fifty thousand. So, what, let me ask you a Man. question. When it forget about it being a weed dispensary. Let, let's just say it's Joe's Auto Parts, Joe's Auto Repair Shop. Let, let's say an armored car comes by. They sign that they're taking a hundred grand of my cash and depositing in my bank. At one. It's it's not their responsibility. It is your money because the police are saying that it was gotten begotten through illegal means. It's not the transport company. It would be yours. Now, in the end, there were so many people that uh, the, the they got the million dollars back, but good, good. It, it took like an act of like Congress to come down on it, but they still kept smaller amounts, but the million dollars they were forced to give back or they were going to like, you know, have to Here's give back. the thing though. The, the, the thing that fucks me up is that they don't need Congress to take the money, right? Like they, all they need is their supposed suspicion, right? So a, a, a dude sitting there with, you know, 12 grand in a, in a roll on my on my passenger seat, they could just be like, "Oh, that's suspicious." Dude, I, I've been to gun shows and I I've seen people with you know wads this big of hundreds. Yeah, pull pull it out of their pocket. Yeah, yeah, and he, and here's the thing, right? 
this is this is uh, the, like the big thing. They don't have to say we believe that you think that we believe that you got this money from dealing drugs. They're like, you have a large sum of money on you. We have no idea where you got it from. We're going to assume that you got it from illegal actions. We don't know what those illegal actions are. We don't have any evidence of those illegal actions. Yeah. If not, if you didn't get these from illegal actions, you can file a case and sue us to try to get the money back. But you have to prove that you didn't get the money from illegal actions. And and this is civilly. It's not criminal, right? So, so yeah, this is this is not criminal. And this is... This is the craziest thing. So, okay, you could literally be sitting there with a withdrawal slip. Like Rich said earlier, you could have a withdrawal slip. So that guy that got uh, the uh, retired Marine that had his entire life savings in the trunk of his car, like $98,000 Yeah, you're driving from Chicago to uh, California, I believe. Something like that. Uh, I don't recall right offhand. But uh, I, I don't know if he's gotten his money. And we know somebody... They got three hundred ninety-four thousand dollars taken, and they just got it back. Yep. I don't know if we want to jump into that at all. Um, uh, I don't know if that's public or not. So yeah, but it, it, you know, it, Whoa. yeah, um, totally lawful, absolutely lawful. Totally, yeah, totally awful. It wasn't from any ill means or anything else like that. Yeah, just they like the they, cash. That's the fucked up thing, though, is that like you could so this dude could have had a withdrawal slip that literally said ninety eight thousand dollars from 12 hours ago. And they mm -hmm. could still mm -hmm. say, well, I don't know. Prior to that, you could have gotten could have been laundering you, money. Yeah, it could have been ill gotten laundry. gains. And then you slowly put it in the bank or whatever. Then you take it out like they don't they don't know. So then you have to go prove like, do you keep your receipts from when you were a, a 17 and a half year old uh, kid in, in boot camp? You know, like it, it's so and, fucked up. And they tar and, and they target a lot of cash businesses too. people with yeah. cash businesses. So that shit, them, them fucking the, the feds jumping in there and grabbing armored trucks from, from cash dispensaries. That is fucking armed robbery. I don't care what they say. I would, in, in my opinion, they should, that's, that's a tyrannical government act, and those are bad state actors. That, that well, I guess federal actors, and they should be shot and killed. Forgive me if that's a little too extreme. No, I don't care. Well, um, what is so, the penalty for for tyranny? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 really evil, and there are, there's a bunch of issues that are that rises to this evil, um, evilness, and. Not all cops are bad, but not all cops are good either. Right, right. Yeah. They're dirty right, cops. Yeah. And this is a way for the cops to be dirty and be above board. Yeah. Right. So I, I got to say, this is the first time on Rumble where I'm keeping my mouth shut about stuff. I didn't say I would do anything. I said they should be shot and killed. <laughs> I. I think it's very, and I would never call for violence upon people. I'm just saying it is my opinion that somebody should take the law into their hands. Like somebody that believes in, you know, I don't know, the founding documents of these wonderful United right. States. So my, my last airplane, I paid cash for. I, I flew from New York commercial. Um, I, I'm pretty much pretty sure I paid 40 grand cash for it. Okay, you flew with forty thousand dollars cash. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was worried about, you know, going through the metal detector and all that bit security at the airport. You thought that, that all the coins would set off the metal detector? Yeah, all the coins yeah. would set off. Well, let me let me just give you the stat, right? Um, 84% of all forfeitures done by the DOJ were civil forfeitures. Forfeitures. Wow. 98% of all forfeitures done by the Treasury were civil forfeitures. Damn. So this is just a river of money. Yeah. If they budgeted the DOJ for people that just came in here, I know a bunch of people came in. If the DOJ budgeted $6 billion with a B for civil forfeitures well, in 2024. Those, that's just budgeting through private companies to help them with the civil forfeitures to process it and everything else. So that's not, you don't think that's budgeting to to fight to keep their ill-gotten gains? No, no, no. This is just to help process it. What? So it has to be then a profit. So hold business. on. We're doing this all wrong. We need to be helping process that money. I'm sure you get a percentage. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure. We, we, Dude, this is so fucked. I'm glad, like, I went through and I was, um... I, I, let me, let me stop you right here before I forget. I'm going to share something out with everyone. It's from the, uh, it, it's a, the, uh, IJ, um, Institute for Justice. And it's, uh, it's their, it's a free book that they put out. It's a PDF and it's called, uh, Policing for Profit. Mm. And it it ranks like the worst places like the worst places is like uh, delaware tennessee and in, in, uh, georgia no alaska delaware louisiana montana alaska yeah a track of tracking these properties let's see here agency permitted to spend forfeiture revenue dc maryland missouri new mexico and north carolina statewide forfeitures Alaska, Connecticut, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa, Maine, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Vermont, Washington, and Wisconsin. There, there's a bunch of different. It, it breaks it all down. It's a very, very interesting read, um, and I would definitely, I mean, I would definitely read it. It's 211 pages, so it's long, but it's a lot of really, really cool stats that you can use and if you want to learn more about civil forfeitures this is the document that you want to look at yeah and uh and I'll, and if you're on the audio only it will be in the description so you can download it from the audio only and coop was correct cnt designs in the chat um uh the institute for justice is who helped the marine get his money back and uh they just posted another short of uh, that guy with the $40,000 uh, that was taken for trying to purchase the truck. He just got his money back after two and a half years of a legal battle. Yeah, Institute of Justice have done, I mean, they're not good on guns because they don't, they won't touch gun cases, but they're good on but stuff like civil forfeiture. What are, when you go to court to get your money back, they're like, I, I'm, I can't imagine it's like, so you have how do you even engage if they say 
well, we're suing this, you know, cigarette lighter charger. So if you, if you claim ownership of that item or items, then you're, you're, you know, um, taking ownership of the item that's being sued. You, so this you still have to file a motion to intervene. So this guy, they got the $394,000 taken. They took, um, a lot of other stuff too. Okay. And, um, the way that he got it back was by basically, I think it was probably over a year. Crump, would you say it was over a year? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he had a nonprofit. The Institute for Justice covered all the legal bills or it probably oh. would have been worth it. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they did it. They did it as a, they didn't do it to make money. They did it to, to get the, you know, Oh no, I'm not to get the money back to well, make saying. it painful for the federal government. So that's he said that he was every day, sometimes twice a day or more, calling everyone, every office, every cell phone number, every the the AG. He was constantly contacting everybody. And he was just like, I think I annoyed them to the point where they were like, we just got to give this guy his fucking money back. Oof. Yeah, there there are several good people in Congress that are totally against civil asset forfeitures and are fighting to actually get rid of it. It should. I mean, it shouldn't even fucking exist. But, but there, there's more that there. So how how would a case like let, let's just say I have a hundred thousand dollars? They they took my money. They have a suit against the hundred thousand dollars. I have to file a case uh, to be able to sue to get my money back. But it's like, where was the money when you found it? Oh, well, it was in Mister Hughes's car. Yeah. It's like, how did it get there? It's like, well, here's the withdrawal slip from the bank, and yeah. here's the you know transaction of him him selling his house in new york and there's the check of him getting paid for his house in new york yeah and then over the course of two or three years they would find out that you uh got it legally <laughs> and then they would finally release probably most of it back to you yeah um they're you know they're like in the senate, in the senate Rand paul is mm -hmm extremely against it in the house the like the two biggest advocates is jamie raskin who's a democrat from maryland and tim Wahlberg, who is a republican from michigan the freedom caucus is against it of course because mm -hmm. they're a bunch of libertarians so yep i i would hire liam neeson to get my money back dude you know what i just had i was just curious so i wanted to look this up I just searched civil forfeiture suicide. That, that, that happens a lot. That's one of the things I did look into. I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up because it's kind of a... Oh. But yeah, let's go into it. Wow. Um, because it's, it's not like one or two. The reports of civil asset forfeiture death in... Oh, wait, ACLU site? Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. The reports of civil asset forfeiture death in Philadelphia have been greatly exaggerated. Like, fuck you. The, the, this oh, is 
So they're in on it. The ACLU is in on it. Oh, the ACLU will do anything that, that, that keeps the government's cock in their mouth. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, how about Kevin Ward? I don't know anything about that. Uh, he was uh, hired. He was he was like the mayor of Hyattsville, and they used civil forfeiture to take his money. I mean, why don't they just call everybody up? Say, by the way, all the money you had in the bank is mine. Enjoy. Oh, this is fuck. This this says if suicide is a deliberate, intentional act by the individual, how can one you know whatever. Uh, how can somebody be held liable for like, dude, you're literally taking like somebody ruining somebody's life. Yes. You're literally ruining their entire fucking life. And then you're like, but they chose to do it. Like what? The right, and, and also the crimes, doesn't, uh, the punishment doesn't fit the crimes. I got my notes over here, but there was a, uh, two people, a uh, husband and wife, uh, Greg and Teresa Allman, right? Mm-hmm. They were busted with fifty dollars worth of marijuana. Ooh. They took their house. Damn. So this is a house they owned outright. I mean, it could be a fifty grand shack. It could be five hundred thousand dollars. Or in this fucking dollars. In this, uh, it, it, well, they, they, were, they, they had a chicken farm. Damn. Yeah, I mean, look, if there's any, typically that's only used when there is manufacturing or sale, proven manufacturing and or sale of uh, illicit substances. Uh, but yeah, when uh, when I was um, younger and, you know, involved with different types of uh, things and stuff and people on the streets, um, I heard about people getting their shit seized all the time. It was just one of those things where, yeah, depending on how you get hit, if you get hit, they'll take that shit. And of course, I don't, uh, you know, don't break laws and rules and stuff and don't do dumb stuff. This is when I was a kid and all of the statute of all the limitations have, <laughs> have ex- expired on anything that I talk about. Um, little joke there. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, people would get their cars taken. People would get all the money that... There was a one guy who I knew who uh, he would, back when we were younger, he would do some stuff on the side for cash, but he would take his paycheck and he would bring it to like Walmart or a, a check cashing spot and he would cash the check and then, you know, go do whatever he needed to do with his cash. He, uh, he got an entire paycheck taken because he got caught with a little bit of weed. They just assumed yeah. that all of it was, uh, you know, ill-gotten gains. Wayne County seized two twenty-six hundred cars. Damn. And what they would do is they'll seize cars and go, "We don't think you have the car, so you have two weeks to pay us nine hundred dollars to get your car back." They very legally park cars. They were just like, oh, "That's not a car," and if you don't, then we're going to keep the car. One point two million dollars. Where where is this? Thank you, DB. Uh, Wayne County, uh, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, and what about land? That's a good point. Ding on that. Yeah. Oh, it's just freaking insane, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, our 
are they taking land? Is why I assume they're taking land in some cases. Yeah, they they are taking land. They took those people's chicken farm. I mean, I I would guess that uh, if we were to like look up stats on all okay. like the amount of all the money taken. Well, I can, I can tell you how much they've they've taken in the in the, in twenty in a twenty year period. Okay. Okay. That's going to be uh, nauseating. Sixty-eight point eight billion dollars. Oh my God! Now is okay. this the Fed or? Well, that's the Fed's it's... cut. They usually they get like sixty forty. So hold on, you're saying that is just what the federal government has has taken? Yeah, and they're usually taking about half ish, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, and like the first half of uh. Yeah, well, in 2022, uh, 1.8 billion dollars was the DOJ's cut. Um, California took 291 million for the state. Uh, New York, uh, uh, New York, 223 million. Michigan, 221 million. DC, 164 million. Florida, 146 million. In Texas. 125 million. Jesus. That was one year. That's, That's just their cut. I mean, so it, oh, okay. If, DEA, if that's true. So the, the DEA uh, seized their cut was DEA alone, $441 million. So then that would mean. You said four hundred and forty-one million dollars. Yeah. So that means that they collectively seized eight hundred eighty-two ish million dollars. Yeah. Dude, if we if we went and we took this sixty-eight point whatever billion dollars, multiply that by two, and then divided that by every person in the United States, that would be like two million dollars for every single person. Well, they like, took some poor lady's money because her ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer. Yeah, that happens. So they're like, ah, well, your ex-boyfriend's a drug dealer, so we're going to go in and take you the $8,000 you have in the bank. Especially like people in that... In the bank. Yeah, because your ex-boyfriend, we, we believe that he was a drug dealer. But guess what? He was found innocent. Oh, wow. And she's not going to go fight for eight grand. Yeah, they took that. And here's and here's the thing. They took the money after he was found innocent. What? Whoa. Whoa. Damn. If that's not punitive, I don't know what is. No, and it was not a joint account. Damn. It was not a joint account. It's just that they were in a relationship, so they figured that it, it, somehow it was tied to him. And they don't have to prove that it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, that it was. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, that's some intense shit, man. You can, I mean, you can tell that I get that this is one of my passionate subjects. It, it's, it's literal thievery. It is stealing. And it, people it, don't know about it, though. Dude, I didn't know about this until like two years ago. Uh, I I had no idea that it was even a thing. 
Yeah, I actually got into fighting civil forfeitures before I got into guns, fighting for gun rights. Yeah, I, I had no idea. So it's when I when I when I say I'm passionate about it, I'm passionate about it, and that's kind of how it segued into other rights. Because like civil forfeitures, man, that thing is evil. And then I kind of segmented into other like gun so, rights. So this is something I say all the time. If we have the right, I, I don't have my 50 BMG behind me, but we have the right to keep and bear arms, you know, 50 cals, etc. And they have the boot of the government on every free man's throat now. Yeah. What would it be like if we didn't have the right to keep and bear arms? We'd be Canada where they seize truckers' bank accounts and people that donated to truckers. Yeah. They would take all of our handguns because, well, what the fuck are we going to do? I mean, we're we're already in a place where... We're I, I don't so, think I'm going to sleep tonight. I hate to say I am so worked up and I'm so angry. I, I don't... There's some good news, though. There's some good news. This crosses political boundaries. This isn't a left or right issue. Yeah, yeah. We're on the right, of course. I'm a libertarian. But I am seeing a little bit more of the more left uh, political, like the ACLU or whatever, like basically saying, you know, there's there are, but there are liberals that are against civil forfeitures. Yeah. Uh, Rich is a little bit more conservative. I'm more libertarian. Dark, I believe you're probably libertarian. You're probably somewhere in between. Yeah, I'm probably like if uh, if a libertarian and an ANCAP had sex with uh, somebody who didn't care about uh, uh, politics at all and had a baby, then well, it would really have to be an orgy that ended in a pregnancy. And then that baby that came from that disgusting orgy would then so we, be... So we have a libertarian, an ANCAP, and a conservative. <laughs> yeah. okay. but, if we, but I can guarantee you, if we get some Democrats on here, we would have some other people that that think that this is evil when i tell people this people are like no there's there's no way oh and, they, they don't believe it yeah there's actually uh the daily show uh with trevor noah did something on it that was really really funny and and they're and they're a very liberal show so are you telling me is, that is, this crosses political boundaries because this is an injustice yeah, yeah. And Justice for All, like the Metallica album. Fuck yeah. But this isn't injustice, and this needs to be wrong. We need to put pressure on Congress to Mm -hmm. stop this. Oh, yeah. Uh, CNT says left. Because realistically, nobody's freaking safe from this crap. This is is just not so. No. And how many times has something happened where no one did anything wrong, but things are just like it's just a confusing situation and something may look like some someone is guilty of doing something, but they didn't actually do anything wrong. When it comes to civil forfeiture, they don't have to prove anything at all. You just have to be in possession of something. Possession. They don't even have to have a specific crime. That's the fucked up part about it. Yep. And, and the the funniest thing is when so there's been some civil forfeiture cases where there's been a lot of cash, and then they say, "Well, I'll walk the dog around the trunk, and if the dog hits on the money, then we're going to assume that it was ill-gotten gains, and then we're taking it." Well, guess what? Like, 
nearly 100% of U.S. currency has drug residue on it. Literally. Yeah, it does. So yeah. if there's $250,000 in the trunk of a car, don't you think the fucking canine is going to hit on it? Of course they are, right? Oh, shoot. And then like, hey. oh, must be drug money. Boom, done. That's why if it's small enough, you roll it up and you hide it under the fuel cap because the smell of gas. I'm just kidding. That that actually doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. They've tried. I, I saw I saw a, a police dog demonstration one time. I'll tell you what. Um, and, they, and they put it in the gas. And yeah, they were able to smell the narcotics. It was a small part Christ. of narcotics through it. They yeah. can uh, smell like it's it's ridiculous. They smell like we see color. Yeah, yeah. They so any like actual drug residue like like that guy the one where they folded up the wad and put it in the the gas cap like that dude was literally breaking crack and and, and coke and then thumbing through money and the, like that i think that's more of like direct residue yeah but, well what the, what the the demonstration i saw it was it was actually on uh to catch a smuggler really and they dissolved the cocaine in gasoline yeah the dog's like, oh, coke. Yeah, I mean, gasoline is actually used to manufacture cocaine. Yeah, but they, but they actually had coke in the gasoline, and they tried to dissolve it so they can. It was kind of interesting. It was in a car's gas tank. It wasn't really a demonstration; it was more of a border crossing Test. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it's it's really interesting. <laughs> DB Cooper says those fucking dogs are trained to sit every time. Yeah. <laughs> they're like sit sit I'm, i remember uh somebody was saying if you uh if a dog ever like takes off on you well it's off topic never mind um but yeah civil asset forfeiture is fucked up wrong and from dld after dark it's a big thumbs down and a big middle finger up yeah there's something called the fair act that gets introduced in congress it is yet to pass but it uh, basically would hamstring civil asset forfeitures. Say, hey, you have to have proof. I yeah, I I just think civil asset forfeiture should be illegal because the, you you if there's somebody dealing drugs and you want to get them out of business, you you got to do the legwork. And I'm not mm -hmm. pro drug. So when when would civil asset forfeiture be okay in your mind, Rich? Never. Never, never. So, well, if well, think about it this way, Rich. How about if uh, they were found beyond a shadow of a doubt to have gotten this money? If if you have a like video and they and they like night vision wall. video of a dude pulling up in an airplane, pulling out a pallet of cocaine and somebody handing him duffel bags, a hundred dollar bills. Yes, that's a crime. Yeah, because but there's evidence of that, and they have to be convicted. I don't think they should take it before there's a conviction. Correct. Correct. Around, around where I live at, and kind of close to where Dark lives at, he lives mm -hmm. a little bit farther out than I do. But they were they had a civil asset forfeiture auction, and they were asset, they were auctioning off very uh, what was it Lamborghini, some Picassos, some oh, Rembrandt. Yeah. I remember that. Some yep. Dollies. Yeah. Uh, Tech Philippe's, uh, Richard Mill watches, Rolexes. My a couple people in my family knew knew him. One of my family members worked with him. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was like millions of dollars worth of stuff. Oh, yeah. It, there was millions of dollars of stuff in his garage before you walked through his threshold. Yeah, but, you know, he had freaking Rembrandts and Dollies and Picassos hanging up in his house. Yeah. Um, he had several well, million dollars worth of watches. One of the key things that you said is that uh, in, in this situation, right, in a perfect world, if that were the case, then if they are found, if they're convicted, if they're found guilty, convicted, and it is beyond a shadow of a doubt, 100%, you know, money that's, you know, fucking promoting terrorism and, and selling, you know, I don't even think drugs should be illegal, but, uh, you know, if, if they are found guilty of the crime that they are convicted of, then I could understand. Like funding Hamas or... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anything like that, right? But, like, but even then, should the fucking police get to keep it? No. Like, they're, they're still, you're, they, you're they have incentivizing too much, it. Exactly. Yes. There's too yes. much skin in the game for them. That yes. I, I don't think in any case the feds or the, the police, which police, like, police departments are just companies, right? That's all they are. Like, the, it, which is, there is a difference between sheriff's offices and, uh, and a police department, but, they're just businesses, right? And, and I, I don't think they should get to keep it. I, I think, you know, I don't know. I just think it's fucked up that they 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 win if they get convicted anyway. Why the fuck should they get the the fruit of the labor and and you know get to keep all the cash? And so there's too much skin in the game there. There's too much incentivization. I absolutely agree. There's and I think that's one of <laughs> that's what that's one of the things that really really pisses me off is. It is so incentivized to take the money. It's policing for profit, just like the IJ says. Like once again, I'm going to link. Uh, I'm going to link the PDF, and I encourage everyone to read it and to share it out. Um, it will give you a great overview of what civil assets of asset forfeitures is, and how we can fight back because yeah. you, you got to know about it. You have to know what it is to be able to explain it to people and say, Hey, look how evil this is. How would you like to get pulled over and you're going, you're going to buy a car because it happened to a freaking sheriff. Yeah. A sheriff going through another town to buy a car. And he's like, I'm, I'm a fucking sheriff. Yeah. I'm not breaking the law. And they're like, well, we don't know that. So we're taking your money. Yep. That's not so. So talking about convictions and that anybody can convict, get convicted of like maybe selling illegal machine guns and spend Christmas in jail. Mm -hmm. uh, I just dropped a link for an Amazon wish list for Matt Hoover's family, for his wife, daughters, the kitty cats, uh, whoever in the family to buy them gifts for Christmas. And that's uh, so, CRS Firearms for people that don't know. CRS Firearms, aka Matt Hoover, Machine Gun Hoover, as they're calling him in jail. Yeah, who was um, wrongfully convicted of uh, possessing nothing that they said were machine guns, which is fucking absolutely ridiculous. Can I say that? Yeah, you whatever the hell you want. Yeah. So uh, this this is a wish list, and, and so Erica didn't want to publish this. People are asking her to do it. She kind of begrudgingly did it. If you can afford to buy something, that, that's a wonderful blessing. If you can't, 
please share the list with somebody. Share share the list yeah. out. You know, grab a copy of the link, and if you know somebody that can help, you know, please share it with them. All right. Well, we can start wrapping mm-hmm. up here. Um, if you want, I, I know I got you guys pissed off, and I figured this was going to do it. I, I think a great way to wrap up would be going around the room and uh, asking after having this uh, this episode, what are your final thoughts on civil asset forfeiture? Yeah, okay. Rich, you start. I think any police officer that does civil asset forfeiture should be shot in the head. Well, that is uh, that's definitely something. Uh, Dark? Yeah, um, you know, kind of in the same vein as uh, Rich here, uh, I think uh, civil asset forfeiture is illegal, it's immoral, it's wrong. I think it's incentivizing uh, what the general public is believed to be the good guys uh, to become bad guys. And uh, I think the uh, the wage, what is it? Um, damn, I can't remember. Uh, the wage for sin is death, right? I, so I agree. what I believe is the people that are engaging in this uh, activity should be shot and killed. Uh, we got a question. Does the does the does some of the seizures violate the Fourth Amendment? I would say yes, but there was a ruling back in 1993 by the Supreme Court that said it did not. Oh, and oh, that's yeah, but they also said blacks were property. So uh, good. Yeah. So I mean, but that can be a return. That can definitely be a return. Um, and I think we have a momentum here. My thoughts on it is there's a lot that we can do on the national level and also on the state level and local level. We got to work to change it on a national level. That would be perfect. But sometimes that's kind of hard to do. So we can actually work our way back and see how and see how we can change it on a state level in the state legislature. You might actually have better luck there. But yep. let's say that you cannot do it there. You can have a local ordinance that bans the police department, the local police, and the local sheriffs from participating in civil asset forfeitures. And that might be a way you can do it. You just have to raise a stink, go to meetings, actually get off your ass and get involved and try to get this passed on a local level. Because if you can stop it on a local level and somebody else can stop it on a local level, you can start having it so a lot of the laws will, will stop. We go always go back and talk about Lobby Day and when they try to pass all the gun laws in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why most of the gun laws didn't pass is because 96% of the localities in Virginia said, you can pass it. We're just going to say we're not going to enforce it. Enforcing it. Yeah, and, the sheriff, and one of the sheriffs said, I'll deputize everybody. Yeah, yeah. if law enforcement is, is yeah. Culpeper County. Culpeper, but, yeah. Yeah, He's but based. if we can get enough movement maybe we can do that maybe we can force the state legislatures into acting there's already been four that have banned it i want to see that uh double in the next couple years and create some type of like constitutional carry movement how now most of the states are now constitutional carry Mm -hmm. i would love to see that with the eradication of civil asset forfeitures and then maybe we can have enough pressure to get like the fair act 
push through and stuff like that and get it to stop because this is not American. This is not freedom. It is goes against our founding principles. It goes against liberty. And we cannot be truly free until we end the scourge of civil asset forfeitures. Absolutely. I also agree with uh, Snoring Rich. Uh, he made uh, a beautiful comment. He says, a stroke of a cheese grater against their genitals for every cent they steal from a person. Excellent. Beautiful, beautifully yeah. written. And we do also need to have constitutional sheriffs and constitutional deputies stand up and say, we're not buying this shit. This is not American. This is some 1984 communist shit, which I think it's kind of funny that they started using civil asset forfeitures in 1984. 1984. Yeah. They resurrected a, a prohibition law in 1984 and started using it for drugs, which I think kind of fits the narrative of what it is. Yeah. A dystopian bullshit future crime. Not even future crime, maybe crime. <laughs> you know? It's it's it is I know I, I actually think it is crime. Well it itself oh, is yeah. crime. Absolutely. Yeah, it it's crime on it's legalized theft. I yeah, I think exactly any right. officer that was participating in civil asset forfeiture and judges should mm-hmm. spend life in jail. That's yeah. No, no knock warrants. Some uh, Jova Q says no, no knock warrants. We're gonna get to that because I'm against those too. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be talking in the future about a lot of different things like no knock warrants. We're gonna be talking about qualified immunity, which I am totally against. And Rich used to be for. Yep. Yeah. Until I kind of swayed him over, and I think mm-hmm. Dark, you kind of swayed him over too. Um, no, we've never really had a conversation about uh, well, that. I've, I've had conversations with Rich then. I think, uh, you know, for me personally, I just think that, you know, all, all members of the thin blue line should have complete protection from any and all prosecution and they just could do nothing wrong. So they should be completely protected. All right. Well, I know that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's just me being facetious. No, but, but Rich used to be for, um, Qualified immunity until he started seeing some stuff and I started showing him examples and he's like, wow, this is fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're all entitled. I'll tell you what Dark changed my mind on. Uh, Dark changed my mind on is if you're a felon and they release you, you should have all of your rights back, right? To keep and bear arms, everything. Yeah, We're we're, we're trying to change Rich. On the street. We're trying to change Rich from a conservative to a libertarian. (laughs) And we're doing that fairly libertarian. Yeah, a lot I more think, libertarian now than when we first started talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think any any good man that um, has uh, a dash of hubris or not hubris. What's the other one? The anyone who can swallow their own ego and and you know take in new information without I, being. I, I, I'm right. I just, I just wish they would silence their cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Um, any man that can swallow their own ego and take in new information and say, oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. I've learned something. Um, it, it, it says a lot when a person like that can put their ego aside, take in new information, and come to a different conclusion. A lot of people 
as immature as it sounds, they can't handle that. They have to be right. They have to be. And that's why there's so much, you know, arguing amongst like families uh, about political shit around this time of year, because some people just can't put their ego aside, you know, but if you, if you can, you know, you got one mouth and two ears for a reason, close your mouth, open up your ears, listen to other people and, uh, and think critically. Right. And sometimes good people get new information and come to different conclusions Absolutely, and, you know, and that's reasonable, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah, flip flopping yeah. thing is bullshit, but you know, the, I think coming to a new conclusion based off new information is different. Yeah. We, we have this societal thing where you're not, where people are not willing to challenge their ideas because they're afraid if they challenge their ideas, their ideas might change. And that's growing as a human. That's what we're supposed yeah. to do. That's how we See, grow. If, if you're worried about your ideas being challenged, maybe you should look at your ideas because maybe they're not exactly. Yeah. Well, the, the, and, I, and I may butcher the phrase in the attribution. I believe it was Voltaire that said, while I disagree with you, I'll defend with my life your right to say it. Yeah. And I, have always deeply believed that yeah and that the only speech that needs protection is the speech that you disagree with yeah the only speech is like people are like well you know hate speech should not be protected that speech so you're so basically you're saying unpopular speech should not be protected yeah yeah well, then you don't need and to that's why we're speech. here doing this on rumble yeah, yeah you don't need to protect popular speech you know, I, I gotta add this one thing. I was watching. Have you guys seen that uh, that uh, hack Google uh, episode? There, there's like I don't know a handful of episodes, and it's like hacking Google or something like that, right? Well, they're going through this whole thing, and it's not really on the whole civil civil asset forfeiture thing. Sorry, but um, on this last note, I just want to say that when I, I watched it, and I found it amusing that the the uh, main security person at Google was saying, um, you know, they found that China had hacked it in 2009 and that it was common for other governments to hack the United States United States government. And then she was like, and private companies. Like, yo, did you just accidentally say that Google was the United States government? Because I totally have been saying that shit for two years now. I'm just saying... It was really, really. Uh, no, I just think the United States government has a lot of control over alphabet. But yeah. let's go ahead and wrap up. Uh, the uh, the super dookie Christmas tree is fantastic. Thank you. Hopefully, when we come back from our break, I will have mine. This is the tenth episode, and this is the last episode of the year because next Monday is Christmas, and we're not going to do a show there. And then I will be in Delaware. Uh, but we will be returning next year, um, which sounds kind of crazy. But, yeah, we're already to the end of the yep. year, which is insane. So look for That's us sad. in the new year. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to – we have a lot of cool topics to go up. Rich actually was trying to steal my to- – was actually trying to go. So we're not going to be on next week or the week after um, – but we will be on um, the the week after that. So we'll be back on on in 2024 on Second the week of January. Yeah, on the eighth. Uh, then we're gonna do a show on the 15th. We're not gonna do one on the 22nd, but then 29th, 
22nd, we're going to be out at SHOT Show. And we might actually do one from out there. I doubt we're going to do one from out there, to tell you the truth. I didn't, I didn't even book my, my ticket or anything out there yet, man. I can you book everything going? but a plane ticket. I mean, I, I, I planned on going, but uh, things have changed over the past month or so. So I don't know. Maybe I'll need to make different arrangements. We'll yeah, see. I, will, I will be out there. Um, remember to support the people that support us. Um, and also, you can follow Flying Rich at flyingrich.com, Flying Rich Firearms. Gideon Optics. Uh, Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube, Flying Rich on YouTube. DLD After Dark has a show. Dark has a show on um, YouTube that goes live on on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and every other Saturdays at around 10 p.m.-ish. Correct. And uh, he also runs uh, DLD Hardware, where you, .com, where you can buy all your gun-building needs. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah they're Safety Harbor Firearms. What well, up? Walt's well, staying up late. Good to see you. Say goodnight to Mrs. Uh, Safety Harbor Firearms. Yeah, we're going to be hanging out with uh, Walter out at uh, SHOT Show as at well. At SHOT Show. Damn and right. once we get the 50 cal in, we're going to be shooting this sucker. Oh, that's can, super can I bring my 50 cal and we shoot stuff together? If you want. This is uh, from the, uh, the, the New York uh, Gun Violence Suppression Division of the NYPD. Oh, we're going to suppress it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I could shoot it at like 600 yards with my uh, Super Duty? <laughs> uh, I want to put a 50 cal through a, a safety harbor firearms 50 cal because it doesn't put holes in your neck. Nice. I really need it. Honestly, if there was one 50 BMG that I would purchase, it would be the safety harbor firearms. I just, yeah. Mine, mine's across my office. So, and, and, and when I, when I do shoot this, guess who I'm going to ship it off to? Um, some shithead in New York. No, Mr. Walter Keller, and he can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Oh, <laughs> nice. Dude, you know what we should do? We should like pass it around to all like, you know, a bunch of like YouTubers, content creators, sign a piece of paper and send it to like I don't know, pick like the most extreme leftist shitbag in, in New York. Well, you do know what I did with uh my a JSD shirt, right? Box of dicks. Oh no, that was something else. The bag of dicks. Now that went to Josh Shapiro. Oh yeah, fuck Josh Shapiro. Um no, uh the JSD shirt I sent up to the AG of New Jersey, wrapped up in a Christmas present and said, Merry Christmas, you fuckhead. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did you leave your address on? Yeah, yeah, my return address. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Damn. Did, you see, did you see that guy that uh, that sent uh, the used cock ring to New York State? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. No, he that's didn't Louis Rossman. I love that guy. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's a big uh, libertarian guy, too. Yeah, yeah. I watch all. Of, I'm actually a moderator on one of his channels. Dude, I, I, I that's that's a good point. That could be seen as a threat if we send a shit with a Rob hole Bonta. In. Well, I think calling up Rob Bonta and and saying here's your address and here's your phone number, and then and then them mailing me back with a comment, which I never asked for a comment. But yeah, that must be rich. Yeah. Well, he's giving yeah. him the VIN number of his or the VIN of his vehicle <laughs> on a live stream. With it gave out his telephone number, his VIN number, his address. Yeah. 
That's and I got taken down. That video got taken down on my channel for uh, doxing. Damn. Yeah. Rich, I don't think it. I think I told you about it and you deleted it yeah. before they got you. But they got me. Yeah. Dang. Well, Damn. if there's any police out there, don't steal shit. Yep. Yep. Right All right, on. guys. That is it. I'm going to play us out and then we're going to say goodnight. You were just triggered by the Uncensored Podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. So good. And Merry Christmas and good.